Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You are listening to the Game Changers podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Game Changers. I hope that you're having an amazing day. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I hope that it's going amazing. So I have a very special episode for you today. I actually sat down with one of my friends, Louise Henry. Yes, I know she has an amazing last name. We're basically twins, and we're going to start a docuseries. I mean, you'll hear all about it. Definitely stay to the end for that. But I sat down and spoke to Louise because I really wanted to bring someone on who would help those of you who are right at the beginning of your entrepreneurial journey, and you're stuck in that, I don't have a website, I don't have content creation, I don't know how to attract clients phase. And what we did was actually break down a strategy for what you need to do almost step-by-step when you are just starting out. Even if you're one of those self-proclaimed, I'm not good at tech people, Obviously, tech is such a big part of starting an online business, and I love the way Louise teaches. She is an absolute expert when it comes to Squarespace, when it comes to marketing, and when it comes to all things tech in business, and I love the way that she teaches, and in today's episode, she is just going to give you such an easy strategy for, as I said, getting those initial stages of your business set up so you can start attracting clients and making money. We also actually dove into content creation. Louise has such amazing content on her YouTube channel both documenting her life as a digital entrepreneur who is also a digital nomad and as well giving amazing incredible tech tutorials that are so incredibly helpful. So today's episode is just full of amazingness. And the best part is that Louise is just about to start this epic challenge. So if you are listening to this live as the episode goes out in October 2019, Louise is just about to start this incredible challenge, which she speaks about in a lot more detail at towards the end of the episode. You definitely want to check that out. It will be incredibly helpful. Again, if you are at those beginning stages of your business and don't know how your business should look, how it should feel, how it should sound, and what it should do to attract your dream clients. But if you are listening to this in the future, then please do head to her YouTube channel, to her website, which will all be linked below because I'm sure she has incredible resources that are available at whatever time you were listening to this. All right, I am going to love you and leave you. I will jump into the chat with Louise and I will catch up with you at the end for a summary on what we spoke about. Okay, everyone, welcome to today's chat with one of my amazing friends who, by the way, just has a just beautiful last name. <laughs> it's my so twin. good. We literally could be twins, I reckon. We could just pretend and just trick everyone that we're sisters from the other side of the world. Maybe we should. Maybe we should go with that new marketing strategy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I 
love it. I love it. Welcome, Louise. I'm so excited. You guys, it has been an honestly like I have been trying to speak to Louise all week. The internet has been down. The family drama has been high. It is just like so exciting to finally be sitting down and be on this call. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, this is a huge, huge deal. We've made it happen. No, I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> We've been talking for like probably a couple of years now since I first yeah. met you, I think. Oh my God, time goes so quickly. But yeah, we definitely, we're still trying to hook something up on YouTube as well to do a collab because um, Louise has just an amazing YouTube channel. Like I literally have all these like links in my notes of like little codes that you said, like every time I need something, anything to do with Squarespace, as they would have heard in the introduction, you are the Squarespace queen, but anything to do with Squarespace, I'm like, oh my God, please, do you have a tech tutorial on this? Like one in particular, or even it wasn't even a Squarespace one that I was looking at recently. It was like putting, changing the color of the buttons in your convert kit. Mm -hmm. I think, or something like that. I don't know. You're like my go-to person for anything techie. And for everyone listening to this, she will also be your go-to person after this episode. Don't you worry. I love that. Yeah. People are always like, how did you know I needed to know that exactly? And all I'm doing, honestly, is I'm doing things in my own business, have to figure them out. And then I just flip them and turn them into videos. I would really love to talk about that a little bit more. I definitely want to get into your story because I'm obsessed with your journey. I love your vlogs because Louise is a full-time digital nomad. And you guys know I'm obsessed with that because I would never do it myself. So (laughs) it's like living vicariously through all my digital nomad friends. But I I want to know a little bit more about that because you do seem to have so much helpful content. And like, I know a lot of people have helpful content, but like you just said, it's almost as if anything you need, you have thought of like how, what's the process? Is it just, as you said, stuff that you need in your business or are you going out there and kind of doing your research or is it from your audience? Like, how do you have just everything? <laughs> Thank you. I mean, big compliment thrown in there. Everyone, honestly, like, you don't understand. I can't even explain it. Like, every, because I Google, I'm like, how to do this? And a video of yours always comes up. <laughs> awesome, which is great. Yeah, <laughs> got to get that SEO game. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I would say, honestly, it started with just, it's like the little details that you do. You have to figure it you have to figure it out, you know? So as I'm going throughout my day and I'm, figuring out different things. I literally just write it all down in a document. And so I have a document that's like ideas. Um, so it's made things really easy. And I think for other people, you know, that could help them with their content creation. I think that people know a lot more that would be helpful to others, but they think like, oh, this is so basic or, oh, everyone knows this. And it, it's not the case. So even just little things that you're doing, you know, or a mindset shift that you're working with every single day, for example, if you're not like in tech, that type of information is so helpful for other people. So yeah, just kind of keep track. And then of course I do get a lot of questions now, but when I first started, you know, it was just kind of things that I was doing myself. I love that so much because so many people are, I just hear all the time and I'm sure you do too. Like now that you're in the space and you deal with entrepreneurs, so many people say, I'm afraid to create content. I'm afraid to start a YouTube channel because like, what if I run out of things to say? And it's, just mind blowing to me because it's so obvious you are the content, right? Your life and your journey, everything that happens to you through the course of a day could be something that is helpful to someone else. If you have the, you know, courage to go out there and like find a solution for something because most people don't, right? But most people don't find solutions to their problems. But if you're like, okay, I've got this problem. I'm going to do research and I'm going to fix it. 
people want to know about that, right? Totally. Like there, and I think it's weird. I think before you start, yeah, you think like, oh, it's going to be so challenging, but you'll slowly start to morph. Once you do decide to create content, then slowly you start becoming a content creator. And I think it just like switches and you're like, oh, this could be a video. And also they don't have to be, you know, little, you'll start to see this in other creators. And I've been doing this a lot lately as I've been looking at them and I'm like, oh, that's a quick one minute video. It's a one minute, like tiny piece of advice, but it helped me so much. So I've been starting to do that myself and like turn that around and be like, okay, little tidbits are so, so helpful and easy to consume. Yeah. And I think so many people fall into the trap of thinking like everything needs to be ultra profound, life changing in order for them to put it out there. Like not only do people fall into the trap of their content needs to look like it was created by Steven Spielberg, but then they also think it needs to like change every single person's life. And it's sometimes those little pieces of advice, like the time saving hack or the mindset shift or the tech, you know, tutorial that actually makes huge differences in people's lives. And if you could put a lot of that content out there, people are going to trust you a lot more than if it's like once in a blue moon, you come out with this like full blown fireworks display of, you know, life changing information. Totally. No, I felt that one. That's such a good example because I felt that really hard. I was like, oh, you know, this isn't new. This is, oh, it's been said before. But the majority of things have been said before in some way, but your take and your experience on it, like could be the one that connects with someone, you know, and that's huge. Like that could be the thing that totally changes someone's life. So it's totally switched things around for me. And now I'm like, okay, if I'm experiencing that, or if I have a light bulb moment that day, well, that great. That's like something I could share on Instagram. I love what you said as well about the, like your mindset does just switch over. I think, I think a lot of people think, oh, it's so easy for, you know, Louise or Aaron or any of these content creators out there who are entrepreneurs, like they have an audience, they have data, they have people they can research. But actually, I love what you said because it is such a mindset shift. I don't know when it happens for me in particular, but I used to have to go out there and like find ideas for content, like do the research, look at what people were saying, look at what people were asking other creators, like all of that. But now it's like I just see the world through the eyes of my content platform. Like I was even watching the Jeffree Star, Shane Dawson series. I'm obsessed by the way. There's a new episode. Oh, I'm so into it. Yeah. Oh my God. Literally a new episode just came out and I was like, uh, I feel like we might just need to cancel again so I can watch it. (laughs) Um, but no, but seriously, like even when I'm watching that, it's like, Oh my gosh, like I've got a perspective on that. Like I could talk about this. I'm going to pull this lesson from this thing and teach it to my audience. Like I love that it does shift into this whole, like everything becomes content, right? Mm -hmm. And everything can be shareable. And I think it's taking the pressure off of yourself, you know, like stop, as you said, thinking each piece needs to be something brand new and a whole new perspective. It's, it's no, it's your perspective on maybe common things is incredibly helpful as well. So, and you don't know what that will turn into also once you start that conversation. For sure. And like I said in the beginning, like you have definitely become my go-to person for tech. And like you said, like there are a lot of other people out there who have tutorials on tech, but I don't know. It's just like maybe because we vibe the way that you say something, like I've watched other things before and I've been like, huh? Like, I still don't get it. Like, why, why have you had to make it so difficult? But then again, other people, not myself, may find that the way that they need to learn. Like, everyone has a different learning style. Everyone has a different life experience and a different lens they view the world through. And it's like your voice may just be the one that that person needs. 
Exactly. So, you know, even though I'm teaching something that a lot of other people are teaching, as you said, it's just people like the way I explain things. So it's not even, you know, in my case, it's not even that I'm saying anything brand new. I'm teaching something where there are other tutorials out there, but it's simply, yeah, the way that I like order things and the way that I like to explain things. But it's exactly the same for me. I mean, gosh, there's like a gazillion and one business coaches. I'm pretty sure every single person in the world's a business coach at this stage to some degree. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of feels like that. I'm like, yeah. mom's going to become a business coach soon. <laughs> but, but like, it, it seriously is. And like, I, I just really, really think that it's actually harder for you to come up with something new you know people are like oh i need to come up with something new yeah you need to differentiate yourself and i love the way that you've done that particularly with your visual branding like i'd love to talk about that a little bit um but you know there aren't actually that many new ideas like in terms of innovation and creation like things that you're going to start the niche that you're going to choose most of what you said are going to say has been said before. And like, that's totally okay. I think the sooner that you accept that and embrace that and realize that it's actually a good thing, like the easier content creation becomes, right? Exactly. Take the pressure off of yourself. Um, and I think like, just start sharing your experience. That's been really helpful for me. It's just yeah. like, be like, okay, this is my experience. I'm going to help. I'm going to share it in the hopes that it's going to help you. It doesn't have to, I don't even put pressure on it to have to be unique or, you know, yeah. something like that. This is, okay. Talking about your experience, I want to jump in to your story. Like, let's go to the origins of Louise. Like, how did it all start? How did you become a digital entrepreneur? How did you become a digital nomad? Like, I want to talk about it all. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Okay. I'll do like a really quick <laughs> short version because yeah. as you know, this could go on forever. Yeah. <laughs> um, Okay, I was definitely one of those kids where I was always trying to start something. I love the idea phase and I love bringing things to life. So, I mean, yeah, early on I was trying to convince my friends to start businesses and stuff. Um, then when I came out of college was when I started my first one. I was like, okay, nine to five, it's not for me. I've never even had a nine to five. I, I just I. knew like from afar that that wasn't for me. Thanks. <laughs> Didn't even give it a chance. <laughs> Heard the Dolly Parton song and I was like, nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, I started a business, but the only business type I was aware of was doing a physical product. So doing e-commerce, that's all I had seen other people doing. So I kind of thought that was what I had to do um, if I wanted to have an online business. And also that the idea, again, with the whole uniqueness thing, that it had to be brand new. It, has to, it had to be a product that nobody had ever seen before. So came up with this idea with my friends that we would do name necklaces. Like, you know how like Carrie Brad Bradshaw had the Carrie necklace? Yeah. Okay, so we would do that, but instead of doing that, we would take the meaning of people's names and do a symbolic little symbol of it. I love that. Thanks. So super cute. Difficult. Very yeah, difficult. I can so imagine. yeah, it was great. Like for example, my name means warrior, so it was like a little shield. And so therefore you could give a personalized gift without it being like so overt, you know? My, my name means Ireland, like what I just have yeah. a picture of. Yeah, we had a little <laughs> compass for your name. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. was going to say, just like the map of Ireland. I probably, the shape. Not, not sure that I would wear that one. Well, yeah, there were some, uh, sometimes I would have to like choose, you know, it'd be like, oh, Aaron can mean this and it can also mean this. Yeah. And one of them was like, oh, it means 
like to the island to the west or something. So I went with that and did a compass. I like that. So that was a great experience. Taught me so much along the way because we were launching it right out of university. Like we had no money, of course. So it was very scrappy and it was very DIY. So I had to learn how to build my own website and figure out all the marketing and stuff. And eventually, you know, we did decide to just go move on from that idea, mostly because there are so many names and we were running into all these barriers, like whatever, long story, it would have had to really change how we did our manufacturing. So, um, and along the way, I had started to learn that people were running these businesses that were completely digital. So I was like, wait, what? Like right. you, you no, sorry, <laughs> yeah. no manufacturing, no warehouse. <laughs> I was like, you can get rid of all those annoying parts of business. You can just get rid of them completely. You don't have to deal with delivery drivers. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. So time. that was incredibly mind blowing to me. Um, so then I decided, okay, you know what? I'm going to take all of these tech skills that I've learned and I'm just going to sell my skills and become a tech virtual assistant. So that's kind of how it all started that very quickly progressed into all being Squarespace. Like I just kind of lucked out where all the tasks and all the questions were about Squarespace. So I started niching down into that and then I wanted to scale up the business. So I developed an online course and then went full in and being a course creator and content creator, launching YouTube, um, all of that. So that kind of brings me to what I'm doing now. How do you reckon YouTube has impacted your brand? Because again, like you have so many incredible tutorials, some of which have hundreds of thousands of views. Like it definitely is like such a great place for people to go to, but like what made you want to start YouTube? Was there people were asking, cause I know a lot of people who were in a similar position to you, they always have that like, Oh, I was getting the same question over and over again. So I thought I'd just put it up on a YouTube channel, but like, was your, to answer those questions and to fill that demand or was it strategic in that I want to reach more people? Oh no, it was fully strategic in like, I need to reach more people. I need to build my online presence, get in front of people. Because also as I decided to switch from, you know, being a client-based business. So I was, you know, booked out with clients and that was great. But then I was like, no, I want to, I want to create a big business. Um, So I needed to switch into courses and then courses, you need so many more clients. Like you need a lot of clients. So yeah, it was fully like, okay, how am I going to get out there? How am I going to create it so that the opportunities are coming to me? Yeah. And I knew that content creation was beneficial for so many reasons. Like not only are you demonstrating that you're an expert, so therefore you're getting clients, but also just visibility and all the opportunities (laughs) that come from it (laughs) like this. (laughs) Like I'm just doing the whole, like that the light shines. Oh, what a better way to demonstrate your expertise. I mean, so many people are like, people aren't seeing me as an expert. I'm not getting clients. And it's like, if you don't have that online presence, like, of course, like you are the website queen and like websites we'll talk about, but they are such a big part of the presence that you have. But I mean, I don't know if you agree, but I personally don't think a website's enough these days. Like that's like the end point, right? That's where people end up. But like, you've got to have a way to bring those people into your experience. And unless you're wanting to like shout out their money for the ads in the beginning, which until you've got a verified product, what a waste, right? Like content creation is the number one thing that you can do. And I just want to just toot your horn a little bit more, but like what you do is so powerful in that like a lot of people, they create their business and they're like, yeah, okay, my content creation, they go too much down like the 
documenting of their own kind of journey. It's just like, oh, let me jump on Instagram stories and talk about like the books that I'm reading and stuff. But it's like when you can really go that extra mile and teach people highly valuable stuff that they're already searching for, like that's the thing that's going to bring people into your experience. Customers, clients, audience, all of it. Opportunities, like you said, right? Exactly. And I, so I knew like content was going to be beneficial and then it was, okay, what am I going to select? Am I going to do written blog posts or am I going to do videos? And then I was like, okay, like people are going to be working with us. Like the more you can eliminate this barrier of the screen, the better. So I saw a lot of people blogging and then decided, you know what, I'm going to get on video and, you know, kind of accelerate that connection point as much as I possibly could. So, yeah. I love that so much. I'm like, Oh, I think there's no doubt that I'm like a huge fan of video, but just to even like sidestep what you said, then there's obviously this massive epidemic that's going on because of, you know, the internet and social media in terms of people aren't connecting as much and well, like podcasts are great. Yeah. Blogs are great. They are all great. You know, even just like Instagram posts, they are great. But like you just said, like as much as we can possibly stimulate eliminating that screen, like giving people that as possible close connection, the more that you're actually feeling their basic human needs. Like it is not just about, Oh, this is the best way to show off my brand. Like you are actually feeling people's basic humans need for connection. And that's why video is so incredibly powerful. I don't know. I just feel like I have to say that even though it has no, it's like such an important rant. And it was so helpful to have people like you who had these phenomenal YouTube channels. I was like, Oh, okay. Well, Aaron's doing it. Like, I, I just love that, that we're all providing examples for each other. I just yeah. love that about what we're doing. So yeah, I saw you doing it and I was like, okay, I can do that. You know, I can sit in front of a camera and I can, I, I mean, can we're basically this. twins anyway. So why not? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> And I just dyed my head dog as well. So maybe I was copying you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I know. Look, my, my dye is fading out. Whatever. Um, okay. So one thing I am just absolutely fascinated about as well, like is the digital nomad lifestyle. So you started this amazing business. It's obviously growing and scaling now, but you're doing it all from your laptop while traveling the world. Like, can you talk about that a little bit more? Cause I don't know. A lot of people that I speak to want to become digital entrepreneurs, but I know it has its ups and downs. Like what's the best way for someone who is wanting to start a business? Like when should they like pack up and leave? Like I kind of love to get for you to walk us through that process. Like should they just quit their job and like fly to Bali tomorrow? Like what should that journey look like for someone who really does want to become a digital nomad? Totally. Well, I mean, I know people that have done that for sure, but generally I don't advise that because, you know, you want to get to the point where you can enjoy things. And I think there's so much learning at the beginning that why put yourself under all this stress of like having to make it work. Like, like I like that to it for, to an extent, right? Because you want a certain amount of pressure, um, because that helps, but I don't know. I don't, I don't think, I think the pressure you put on yourself is enough. You don't need like the financial and like, Oh, I just quit my job and I have no income at all. You know? Yeah. Like, like passion pressure rather than desperation pressure. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's a great way to word it. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Um, I was kind of in a unique situation because I fell in love with someone who lived in Bali. So then it was like, okay, we need to be together. And I was the one with the online business and his job was positioned in, in Bali. So, um, yeah, I was in a unique position to how it all started, but 
it, it's such like, it's such an adventure. So if you love travel, you just need to get your business to the point where, you know, it's stable enough where you can like trust it to support you. But I think what people don't realize is it, it's very affordable. Like I think people, you know, think travel and, you know, exotic locations and that's absolutely true, but it can be incredibly affordable. It can actually be an asset that helps you. So rather than, for example, I'm in America right now, which is um, significantly different. So, you know, if you're from America and you're trying to, you know, live in a big city and pay rent and stuff, that's super stressful. You can go somewhere like Bali and actually make it make becoming an entrepreneur easier on yourself. Yeah. What yeah. about pets? <laughs> How do you, I mean, that's just like, <laughs> that's when it gets uh, difficult. Yeah. <laughs> you need private jets for that, right? <laughs> and like, I so wish that wasn't the case. I'm obsessed. Like I'm dog obsessed. I don't know if you see how many dogs like make it to my stories. Yeah. Um, and obviously you have one. So that yeah. would um, get in the way, but though I did meet a couple and they were from America and they were like flying around with their dog, but it was limited what locations they could go to. Of so course. they were in Mexico with their dog and I don't know yeah. it's possible, but, uh, quite a bit more, more effort. Um, but yeah, so we lived in Bali for a while and it was just so cool. I mean, there it was, it exposes you to a lot of different people, a lot of people yeah. who are doing this. Um, so I remember meeting two of my closest friends and, I already like living in one place, living in Bali was already such an adventure to me. And then I met friends who were like, oh no, like we travel the world and we do this. And I was like, wait, what? Like that, that's an option. Like that's, yeah. that's so cool. I hadn't really thought about it that way. Um, so yeah, after um, what we decided to do was we did decide to prioritize travel. And so my partner came and joined me in the business. And then once he did that, then we were both just on our laptops and we could go and we could travel the world. That's awesome. And work. <laughs> I love that. What, what would you say are some of like the biggest challenges that people need to prepare themselves for? Because, you know, in the past when I've spoken to digital nomads, well, I mean, not that I don't suffer with this anyway, but like, you know, unstable connections and, you know, things unstable plans like what are some of the biggest challenges that if someone was wanting to do like even just a year of traveling around and working from their laptop that they should like really be mindful of totally so well you definitely just have to be adaptable and I think like you'll get better at that at first it's quite off-putting because you don't really have like a set routine and you don't have yeah. like a set hey I'm Ryan Reynolds recently I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com like finding the same food or, you know, finding like a gym, if fitness is really important to you, all of that stuff you have to figure out in each like new location. Yeah. Um, but now like we've become really good and we can work from anywhere and it doesn't matter like how uncomfortable the chair is or how like, you know, at an airport, whatever, but that did take time to develop. It, it can be weird and you can, it can be difficult to focus and stuff um, at the beginning in all these different locations. However, I would say the biggest struggle hands down is internet. 
Yeah. Internet. It is like, I mean, and you know this being in Australia. I don't even leave my house. <laughs> we have fireworks on the other day and it was like, I was on a group coaching call and like, they literally like, it was like starting to cut out because of the fireworks. I'm like seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my locations are very much dependent. Like, okay. So I go on nomad list, which is yeah. fantastic website, which will um, sort all of the locations for you based on like weather and safety and internet speed. So it's pretty fantastic. Um, but that's definitely something we need to look at, but it depends how much, um, like live video is involved in your business. So you might be okay. Like if you're blogging and you know, you're not doing webinars or Facebook lives, then you might be okay. But otherwise that's like definitely the number one struggle. And so we choose locations where we know the internet's going to be good. Yeah. Well, yeah. Don't come to a show, you guys. Then, if that's <laughs> some places, not any of the capital cities, it's even worse there. Um, but okay, so I love what you said though about the adaptability thing because I think that's just such a great analogy anyway for being in business. You know, you have to really put mm-hmm. yourself in a position that things are going to be a little uncomfortable, and I think this is such a great area to like dive deep into because websites is one of those things, right? You know, when it comes all tech in general, but tech, social media, like all of that stuff, if you're not actively building a website in your current job or, you know, doing digital marketing or anything, all of this is going to be new territory. And it is really off-putting for a lot of people. Like, again, like even we were speaking in the beginning about how do I find content? How do I stay consistent? All of this stuff. But like you said, it is just a period of adapting, like that's just in anything. When you get into a new relationship, when you start a new fitness hobby, like there's going to be times where you feel resistant, things are hard, you struggle, it's stressful, it's frustrating, you want to throw your laptop at the wall, but like it always gets easier, right? Or not even that it gets easier, I think you just get better. True, yeah, like you do, you just get better and you like, yeah, no, I would say it definitely gets easier as well because at the beginning you're so lost. You're like listening to all these different voices. You're trying to figure out like you learn all this stuff, but you don't even know what you need in your business. Yeah. So you just like, oh, the I've seen it all. Honestly, yeah. I've seen so many different versions of like people that have so many tools, people that are trying to scrape by on like free ones and struggling. Oh my gosh, we can, yeah, we can totally dive into this. Oh my God, I want to dive a, into it. I love there's a whole lot. It's entrepreneurial <laughs> drama. I can't watch the Jeffree Star series right now, so let's make our own tea. Let's, let's talk about the, yeah, let's, let's spill the tea on people's systems. Tech we hate. <laughs> this is not Aaron Henry approved. <laughs> um, but yeah, for sure. Oh my God, I'd love to dive into that. Okay, so what's like the worst case scenario that you've seen of someone trying to like scrape by? Totally. Well, I mean, I think the main thing is people just getting overwhelmed. Yeah. Like they they just get so overwhelmed and they're also going through it and telling themselves that they can't do it. The whole, I suck at tech. Yes. Oh, the tech is overwhelming. Like that's such a you know bad point to come into things with. So I come up against that a lot and I'm like, no, you can do it. The tools are so much easier now, like where, you know, we really need to, I think, take advantage of all the opportunities that are at our fingertips. Like it's never been easier to create content, to create your website, all of this stuff. So just come into it, I think with like a positive state of mind and know that you can do this. You can figure it out. Like you got this, you know? Yeah. And it's like a self-perpetuating story anyway, this whole, like, I'm not good at content creation. I'm not good with tech. Like what you say to yourself is going to be true. Like we don't, 
have to get into the woo side of this, but like you literally will act in accordance to who you believe you are. So if you're constantly telling yourself like I'm crap at tech, your mind will shut off the possibility of getting better because it just wants to fulfill the identity that you've created for yourself. And so if it's like you just literally reframe, not the I suck at tech. How can I get better at tech? You're already opening up so much more awareness to finding channels like Louise's. Exactly. <laughs> there are channels for free. <laughs> but like literally like you just have to come in. Like I love what you said, like come in with an open mind, come in with a positive attitude and a positive spirit. Like you will get better at it. I mean, you should have seen my first website. It looked like my like 10 year old nephew made it on his freaking <laughs> iPad. Like it was bad. There was no spacing. I just remember like everything was so bunched up. Like I'd have like a banner and then the text would be like literally straight on. Love it. Love it. Brilliant. <laughs> I was like, margins, what? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> um, but literally like <laughs> you just get better. You get better over time and you just have to keep progressing. But Okay. Do you think let's, let's go, let's go, let's get deep into the website. Let's get deep into the tech because I want this to be extremely valuable for those who are that person we just spoke about the, I hate tech person, the, I can't create content. I can't put my website out. I can't create an offer because I don't know how, but I don't have the money to invest. Right. Actually, the first question I'd like to ask is, do you think, cause this is a very interesting conversation I just had recently. Do you think that people should invest when they're just starting out working nine to five, you know, they're just starting out their business. Do you think it's a wise idea for them to invest thousands and thousands of dollars to get a professional website built for them? No, no, I do not. <laughs> and why um, not? <laughs> I don't think that. And it's purely because I think that if you're just getting started, you still have a lot of details to figure out about your niche, your ideal client, your product even. So I don't think it makes sense to, it's kind of like going a bit backwards, you know, like I think you should absolutely start. You should build a website for sure, but I think you can do it yourself. I think you can, you know, start putting content out there, start like testing the waters, you know, versus going out, dropping thousands of dollars when you might decide like the brand is out of alignment or something. And you might decide that in two months and then you can't edit it yourself. So for that reason, I really am big on entrepreneurs being able to change the padding themselves, change yeah. the spacing themselves. Um, I'm big on that because I think there's a lot of working out and shifting that happens, especially like in your first 12 months. Yeah, because I mean, I've seen so many people like ultra successful clients of mine who've like built one entire business and then got to the end of, you know, a 12 week program and be like, actually, I want to change my niche now, or actually, I kind of want to change the direction or yeah, like you said, I want to change my branding. But also, I think there's so much power. And this is the conversation that I was just having. There is no point investing money. Like when you work with a you know, professional website developer, they will give you a limited amount of edits. If you haven't got a validated product, meaning that your product, your offer, your coaching, your course is not making money, you could spend thousands of dollars. Literally some of those people charge thousands of dollars for one sales page. You could spend thousands of dollars for a sales page and realize that no one wants your product. And I know that sounds a little yeah. harsh, but until your product is validated by the market, I mean, it might be a great idea, but until it's validated, like going out there and spending that money is just so unnecessary. Exactly. Exactly. And like the tools that are out there now, 
you really, you can take it into your own hands and you can make it look very professional. You know, we're not saying like piece something together that looks terrible. No, we're just saying like you, what you can do nowadays yeah. will be great. It will look professional, you know, and you can be equipped enough to test out all your ideas. Yeah. So what does someone need in place to make their website look professional? Like what's the, for the, okay, we're speaking to this. I'm the, you know, I suck at techie kind of person. Obviously I think Squarespace yeah. is the easiest place to build. <laughs> I built my Squarespace website that I have now in literally one day. So it is. That's easy. amazing. Damn girl. <laughs> I mean, not the whole membership site that's on there now, but like the basic pages. Um, mm-hmm. I'm talking like a 24 hour day. Like it took me probably that long time. <laughs> no, no, really. but, no, but it's amazing. And like it, that is totally doable. Like that's so exciting. So what, what's someone just saying out? Like, what do they need in place? What should they have? Like you mentioned they need their ideal client and their niche and all of that. But like, what's that process or journey? Cause I guess this is the process you would normally go on with a brand developer, with a designer. How does someone go on that journey themselves? Where should they start? Where do they end up? Totally. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's a really good question. I would say definitely go with Squarespace because it is going to make your life so much easier. And I think do an analysis of your business and your current marketing plan and figure out what it is that you need. Like so often, you know, you're, you're going to listen to all these podcasts. You're going to hear all this information and it's great and super exciting, but you just need to like think about what you can actually do from a marketing perspective, what you're going to do to get your business out there. So I think so many people can just get started with a simple website using Squarespace, use one of the Squarespace templates, Um, of course, customize it with colors that you really like and photos um, that look professional and reflect what you do, you know, but it doesn't need to be this humongous project. I think it's more important that you start talking to people and that you start putting out content because that's what's going to bring people your way. So whenever I say website, like I mean also with a blog, also with a blog that is you sharing content um, for what it is that you do and, and demonstrating your expertise. What's the best way in your opinion to drive like, okay, take a step back actually. First question for someone just starting out, like imagine the person listening to this is like a game and they're nine to five. Maybe they're not the self-proclaimed tech, like <laughs> non-believer, but do you think it's more important for them to start putting the content out first as they're building the website or build the website first before they create the content? Um, that's a really good question. I think you could do either. Honestly, I think you could still, you could do either and be successful, but I would say I like when I teach people, I tell them to get their website up. Um, so like have the website where it does, it forces you to kind of think about those key things that we all try and avoid, which is who your ideal client is, you know, what you are even trying to sell, like clarifying what your service is going to be or your product. So I have them do that and then like add about three blog posts and then launch their website with three blog posts. So they, at least they have some content and then people get a sense of what is to come. But you, of course you could do either. And then what's the way, the best ways, the best, the top three ways to drive traffic to your website. So you've built your website, I guess, SEO content. I don't know. What's like the best way. So someone, cause someone who's starting out who like doesn't have an audience, doesn't have an email list. They built this website. They want to get traction for their offers and everything. Like what's the best ways to drive traffic to that website, get their website seen. Totally. So I would say hands down, your best options are social media. And so really, you know, that works with it because you're going to drive traffic back. So I would say social media definitely works. Then I would say learning SEO. So 
learning search engine optimization so that when you do write blog posts, you're writing about things that people are actively going to Google and searching for. So you're like taking advantage of that opportunity. And I'm sure you've seen this with your YouTube videos. Like, you know, when one has, you know, done really well in YouTube system and it's the same thing. So whether you're doing videos or whether you're doing blog posts, similar process there where you do, you're hoping to get picked up and you're hoping to rank for those topics because that could result in literally thousands of people finding you and coming your way, you know, coming to your website. So I would say that. And then I would say the other like favorite tool of mine is Pinterest. Are you on Pinterest well? Yes. I have a Pinterest girl doing my Pinterest for me. Awesome. Same. (laughs) Same. But Pinterest is a really great tool as well. Um, And you can drive a ton of traffic that way. Again, it's a similar, it's a search engine. So people are going there and actively looking for things that you would have a solution to. And therefore they're going to come, they're going to discover you. And I just love marketing where it's people finding you versus you, you know, having to yeah, like manual outreach, for example, you'll get a lot of people that are just like DMing people on Instagram, mm-hmm. um, you know, kind of waiting for opportunities like to come, you know, yeah. before they've really like proven themselves. So I love like your website because it allows you to be like, this is what I do. This is who I help and how I can help you. And then go check out all my content. So you know how much of an expert I am. And then you can decide to hire me. Do you think that someone should, so we spoke about in the beginning why like video is so powerful. Like honestly, whether it's, it doesn't have to be YouTube. I mean, people are putting video on LinkedIn, like Facebook lives. Like there's so many different ways you can do video, but to increase the SEO, if they have chosen video to be their main content platform, do you think it's a great strategy then for them to turn those videos into blog posts and then like into Pinterest pins, like you said? Yes, hands down. So this is honestly something that is on my list to do. Sometimes it gets like deserted down at the bottom and I'm like, oh no, but it is such a good strategy and it really makes the most out of that piece of content that you've created. So hands down, I think that you should make the most of it and each video should then become a blog post. You should actually include the transcript so you're getting even more SEO strength there. So I think, yeah, include the transcript, even pad it out a little bit. And then of course, have ways for people to join your email list. Cause that's like my number one thing. Number one way that I make money online is my email list. So everything that I'm doing is there's always like an invite to join. Wow. Really? So email list, let's talk about email list. Friend. Oh my God. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> so Okay. Let's like, I'd love this. I love like piecing together strategies from all of the experts that I do speak to really are making this like super tangible for those who are listening to like take away the information. Now, obviously people are going to need to go deeper and they need to come check out your stuff because with this website being like, you know, us having this conversation is not going to help them build their website. But (laughs) if you are listening to this and you want to go deeper, like we'll talk about Louise's programs um, when we get to the end. But so I love this, like piecing together strategy. So get your website up. No matter, stop with the whole crap. I'm not good at tech. Like just go out there and learn it from Louise. Yeah. And then. (laughs) Well, and actually we have to tell them at the end, we have to tell them about this challenge that I'm hosting because it walks them through from the beginning. You know, it's hard to say like, it's hard for me to be like, okay, yes, well, we're going to figure out your brand and we're going to figure out your colors. And like, I do have all these hacks for this, which I'm going to share for free in this challenge. So we can talk about that. Um, cause yeah, there are obviously a lot of steps, but each individual one can be simplified a lot. 
let's talk about it now. I want to hear about this challenge. I literally okay. just saw it before and I was like, oh, what is this? I want to join. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm so, so cool. ex- <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited. We ran it once before and honestly, people loved it, got so many results and it was really fun because I shared like all these little tech tools and hacks that normally I reserve for my students inside my course. So yeah, it was great. And it's all about designing a client winning website. So how do you, what do you need to put on your website? What, what's the strategy there of turning people into clients? And we walk you through designing that and getting your visuals set up so that, yeah, you can like go out there and you can be confident with, with your brand that you've created. So yeah, all that. We will leave all of the information to that link down below. (laughs) Wherever you're listening to this, it will be linked somewhere. But back to email marketing. So they've got their mindset right, first of all. They've built their website, right? They're starting to create the content. They're putting themselves out there. You're saying that like the best way for them to then actually turn that traffic into clients is through that email list. So what does that actually look like? Totally. So the way I do it and recommend is that you give, you create something that is super valuable. Um, It's free, but you give it away in exchange for an email address. So basically once I kind of realized the strength of an email list, it has really been a huge factor in my business. And it's, it's just like, it's very reliable. And I feel also the conversion rate is a lot higher from social media. So yeah, you can kind of rely on people being on their computer and like clicking the link that you want them to go to, you know, and it's, and it's more like less- measurable, right? Like I just yeah. find, I mean, I do, mo- I'm going to be honest, like I'm not great with email marketing because I am a self-proclaimed, I'm doing what people do with the tech thing with my writing. Yeah. I'm like I hate writing. So I quit, <laughs> but I'm hiring copywriters. Well. Um, but, but like for me, I do, um, most of my marketing and most of my sales through Instagram and Instagram direct messaging. And um, that's where every single time, you know, we've sold out programs, a lot of it has come from Instagram, but it's just impossible to measure. Like if you want to take that data and plug it into your next launch and know what needs to be like changed up, there's no way to know, yes, it was this live or this strategy or, you know, with emails, it's so much more concise. It's like this email got this many clicks and this many buyers from this many clicks. And it's just so much easier to understand right, this copy, this angle, whatever was the thing that actually worked and how can we use that next time, right? Absolutely. And I would love for you to see what would happen if, because I love Instagram too and I love Instagram selling and like you can just, I love the connection points from the DMs. It's fantastic. I would love to see what happened for you if you were to launch something and like go as hard on email as you did with Instagram. Like I feel like you double. I feel like it's a personal challenge now. Yeah. Can you double your sales by adding email? I would love to see that. (laughs) The Henry twins personal email challenge. (laughs) It's happening. I love it. It I love it. Oh my God. We should actually do that. That'd be a really great piece of content. I think that'd be great. Wait, so then would I like not be able to launch at all on Instagram? I just, no, no, no. It would just be doubling because we'd be adding on the email. So we'd add it on, you know, I just think some people are on Instagram for sure and catching everything. Others are, you know, distracted and scrolling through, for example, like let's just add on the email component and see if Literally, it doubled your sales. You are like Jeffree Star. I am like Shane Dawson right now. We are going to create a whole docu series. <laughs> oh my God. Let's do it. There, has there been like an female entrepreneur docu series yet? <laughs> there is going to be now. <laughs> 
we'll do it in Bali. We need to do. I need to go to Bali. I need to. Okay, yeah, I'll meet you there. <laughs> I need to redeem myself on the Vespa as I was speaking about the, the, the scooter, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I was just telling Louise, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously fascinated by the digital nomad lifestyle, but even more so, I'm fascinated by people who know how to ride scooters. Because last time I was in Bali, I crashed straight away. And now I'm like doing everything I possibly can. I even bought a motorbike. So I'm like doing everything I can to redeem myself. <laughs> I love it. And like, you're going to love it. You're going to love it so much. Like that was my favorite part. I was such a little nerd and like I would go on it and every single day be like, this is the best. This is what freedom feels like. Did you learn there? Like, yeah. Yeah. So you didn't know before you went to Bali? No, I didn't know. But I mean, I did have my fiance who was there to like walk me through it and we started really slow like you yeah. can't just they're full on they're, yeah, yeah it's like riding a motorcycle you cannot just get on it and think I'm good to go and I think because yeah. it does look so simple most people think that no so I practiced a bunch just like in an alleyway yeah practice there and plus the streets are insane there so it can yeah. be intimidating to get on the road so yeah no it took me a long time to actually like master it oh my god okay so now I feel better about myself. Start, I was like, start I, slow, yeah. <laughs> well, start talk about start slow. Start small. I was riding my like ten year old nephew's peewee dirt bike <laughs> up and down the, the the country roads of Victoria like last week. And now Perfect. I, now I've progressed into the semi automatic like still small dirt bike. I'll get there. <laughs> I'll work my way up. <laughs> All right, this was incredibly helpful. Tell us about your programs a little more because for those listening I think like the natural next step for them that person who is like okay I want to start this all sounds amazing but still it's not just one of those things that you can conceptually get and then go off you really do need that kind of like follow along obviously you've got the challenge but you also have some amazing courses and programs like can you talk us through what they look like for someone who's maybe wanting that extra help with their brand their website their business totally so I actually just at the moment have one and only one course. Um, It's called Website That Wows. And I'm so proud of it because it, I've had it for quite a while now. So it's been through like so many tweaks. It really, it's everything that you're going to need to build up your online presence. So it shows you how to create a website for sure, but it's more so the marketing side and how you're actually going to convert visitors into clients. So you're getting everything. You're not only getting how to master Squarespace and how to build your own website, how to create your brand and style your website so that it looks custom and unique. You're getting that, but then you're also getting, okay, how do you create content? How do you blog? How do you, how do you set up funnels? How do you build your email list? SEO, all of that stuff, all in one program. So yeah, so that's been my focus for the past few years. And yeah, I've just been working on that. I love it. I love it so much. I honestly am just, as I said, like such a big fan. Louise's YouTube channel is full of not only like incredible documenting of her entrepreneurial journey, life as an entrepreneur. Is that your serious name? Yeah. 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 I love it. But, and like Mm -hmm. your video quality is like way better than mine. I was like... (laughs) You put so much effort. They are so fun to watch. I love it. But um, You're so yeah, sweet. on the tech side of things, like anything you need to know about building a website, even as I said, like little things like how to change the freaking color of the buttons in your convert kit emails, like it is all there. She should be your number one go-to place for anything that you want to learn about tech, social media, marketing, all of that stuff. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'm so excited about our docu-series. <laughs> you are the best. So excited for the Henry Twins docu-series. 
Um, thank you so much. I feel like so hyped up and yeah, cause I have a small channel, you know, like it's small, but when I hear that it's really helping people, yeah. someone told me today that I just like saved them eight hours. So I'm so happy to do that. And yeah, I'm excited for, for new peeps to come and check it out. I love it. I love it. And definitely, definitely, definitely check out this challenge. When is the challenge like starting? What are the dates around that? Cause obviously this episode will go up this week anyway. What's the date? Amazing. Yeah. So it's super soon. It's starting November 11th. It's going to be five days, uh, free lessons, um, working with me inside the Facebook group. Like we're actually going to make a ton of progress, figure out your brand, your colors, all sorts of stuff. Um, yeah. So five days of that. It's going to be super fun. And there's prizes and stuff too. November 11th as well. One, 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 one. My friend's having a baby that day apparently too. So it's just going to be a just day of beautiful beginnings. (laughs) It's a great, great day. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great day. Thank you so much, my love. Um, Obviously all Louise's links below and we'll speak to you soon. Thank you so much for having me. You're the best. was so much fun. I am just obsessed with Louise. She is such a beautiful person as well. Like not only is she so incredibly talented when it comes to the online tech space and it's so incredibly helpful, even with those little details like we spoke about, changing the color of something in your email, anything you need, like those things can make a big difference in the consistency of your brand and the experience that you give to your clients. And they can be those little things that just take up so much time. I mean, don't spend hours and hours and hours scouring the internet. Literally the solopreneur sidekick channel is the only place that you need to go. So what we spoke about, obviously, in today's episode was content creation. First of all, like you really don't have to be overly profound in order to deliver value to your audience. You just have to work off your own experience. What have you been struggling with? What have you learned? What has helped you teach that to your audience in a way that's unique to you? And that is going to help you stand out from everyone else. You know, also next we spoke about if you are going to live that digital nomad lifestyle, just be prepared. Be prepared for the uncertainty. That's very much the same as when you do start an online business. Things are different. Things are difficult. You will grow and adapt to both being a digital nomad if that's what you want to do, but also to being an entrepreneur. You will grow and adapt. You will become better. You will become stronger. If things are difficult in the beginning, the tech's difficult, traveling's difficult, being an entrepreneur, coaching, content creation, if all of that feels difficult in the beginning, just know that you will get better. And then obviously we gave you that strategy for actually how you can start attracting your dream clients by having a gorgeous website, a professional website that you do not need to pay thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars for. Guys, look, I'm going to be totally transparent. I am looking to only now three years in my business. I am looking to possibly get someone to help me build a more professional looking website. And I just got a quote and it is upwards of the 10K mark above the 10K mark. You do not want to be spending that kind of money in the beginning when you don't even know whether your business needs to change, needs to evolve. So trust me, the DIY version is the best way to go. And if you have no idea where to even start with that, please check out Louise's program website that wows. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I really appreciate your time and I would so appreciate it if you could just take two more seconds to share this on your Instagram story or to send send it to someone who you feel like would need this. Remember, sharing is caring and we are all about that connection here at The Game Changer Company. All right, that is it for me. Thank you so much and I will see you in the next episode.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.